for just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Happy Friday, everybody. Today is Friday, September 15th, 2023. And uh, today we've got a a Feel Good Friday episode coming to you from actually when we were at the Total Archery Challenge. Mm Mm-hmm. So this will be episode 329. Um, I'm your host, Aaron Blasey, and with me actually in the flesh today is Mr. David Riley. What's going on, man? Oh, not much, man. Made a made a little quick detour today Yep. and uh, stop up here. And we, I said, man, let's let's go ahead and do that intro and, and talk about, well, actually today we got a listener question, yep. right? Yep. Yeah. But I, I tell you what, it's funny that you just, you said that comment about, uh, about that this episode was recorded at TAC because just this morning my my wife is kind of looking ahead at next year and maybe some vacations and she was asking me when the Colorado Tech event is out there and there's a possibility might go out there and shoot Colorado next year oh, also that'd be cool. so we're we're looking ahead but yeah TAC's always a good time so when you, when you talked about it kind of makes you think back at the the trip we had in Michigan yeah it was it, TAC's always a good time and already looking forward to it for next year. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, um, it's just a good time to get, get around and get everybody together and just go have fun and shoot, yep. you know? Yep. So it, this, this one, uh, we have Jake Hofer from Exodus, uh, on, and we, we are talking about the arrows. You're talking about the, the cameras and everything that they offer. And, uh, it's a shorter podcast, but, uh, to get Jake nailed down in, in, in person was, was good. Yeah. And just kind of BS their, their booth was right next to our booth the whole weekend. And, um, well, it was a good time just to can converse, you know? Yeah. I, uh, I can just remember, you know, when we were working in the latitude booth all weekend, just hearing that, that arrow cutting saw just, just going nonstop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were cutting arrows all weekend long over there. Yeah. So that's, that's going to be today's podcast, but we're going to. We're going to do a little lengthier, you know, intro just because Dave and I are together today. Um, and we got some things to talk about. So let's get some partners out of the way real quick, and then we'll get into some more discussion before we get into the 
the episode. But uh, if you guys are looking for new merch or a new hunt hat this year, we got new hats on the on the website. Go to fallpodcast.com and check out the 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 merch there and uh, get yourself a hat, a hoodie. Had a couple orders come in last night and this morning that I got that I got to fill. But um, go over there and uh, get yourself some swag and support uh, support uh, a good brand. Next, Helix Broadheads. And uh, if you guys are wanting to try out the Helix, the FJ4s or the FJ2s, go to helixbroadheads.com and use the code FALLHX10 to save money on there. You can also get the sharpener. I've been getting a lot of sharpener questions lately. Mm-hmm. They they have two different sharpeners. I personally like the pocket sharpener. And I think that's a lot of people, they don't like shooting the broadheads. And I'm like, you got to shoot. Regardless yeah. of what your broadhead you're shooting, you got to shoot them. Because a lot of people don't really know how to sharpen them. And honestly, if you get that pocket sharpener and the motion is back towards you, pull it towards you, it's like a pull-through sharpener, you'll put a good edge back on that and you'll be just fine. So yeah. I don't know. That's that's what I would do. Uh, single bubble design, they're great penetrating heads. They're really accurate. And most of all, they're dependable. So that's really why I like them a lot. So um, check those out. And I don't want to forget Latitude Outdoors. We have a new code for you guys. So uh, I don't know how long we're going to run this code. This is just for ropes, though. Um, you can use our other code for 15% off anything on the website. But this this one right here is going to be a rope upgrade. So the code is rope upgrade for 25% off new ropes. So we have a new rope design. It is a new color scheme. It is a 10 millimeter rope, which is great because it is smaller and more compact than the 11 millimeter rope, and it is stronger than the 11 millimeter rope. So they're pretty sweet ropes. Have you seen them yet? I don't know if you've seen them. I, I haven't seen them yet, but I I knew that from listening to you guys that they were going to be stronger than the 11 mil. And that, that tells a lot with how technology and research has come a long way where it's like we're making a, a more streamlined rope but it's even stronger than the last one in yeah. a bigger one, you know? So I, I, to me, when it comes to the ropes, you know, the more streamlined and lighter I can be, the stronger they are like that. That's the kind of rope that I want on the, my side pouch. Yeah, for sure. So if you guys want to upgrade your ropes, go to latitudeoutdoors.com. Use the code rope upgrade for 25% off new ropes. I would do that, especially, I mean, a lot of people, you know, they might need extra ropes or they want to just upgrade from a certain style of rope or size. I would try out these 10 mils. So definitely go do that. Uh, next, Exodus Outdoor Gear. And uh, right now we have a code TF for 20 or I'm not for 20% off. It's for 15% off. If you go use the code TF for anything on Exodus's uh, website, after you listen to today's podcast with Jake, if you guys are looking to to get into a new camera, arrows, anything like that. Go to exodusoutdoorgear.com. You get a five-year no BS warranty with theft and damage coverage on the cameras. You can look at the solar panels as well, which David and I are running a lot of the solar panels this year just because of the freaking price of batteries. And uh, it, it's more cost-effective for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the cost of lithiums now is, is it's outrageous. You know what I mean? It's, it's almost, I think I was trying to figure it out the other day. It's almost like 25 bucks a camera to run lithiums in them now. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, so check them out, exodusoutdoorgear.com. Use the code TF, so it stands for The Fall, for 15% off. Next is one of my big ones, Garmin, man. Mm-hmm. Guy, I mean, um, just had a buddy actually buy another Garmin, or not another Garmin, but he just bought his Garmin, and he uh, got it sighted in the other day, and he texted me this morning. He goes, 
text me a picture of it and it's his target and there's two in the bullseye. He said, I shot one at like 24 and one at 37 and he's like, put the bow up. I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> and I said, don't get overconfident. It yeah. does give you a lot of confidence, but he's like, man, this site is stupid as his words were. And it's, it, there's, I've been shooting mine all summer long and I just, every time I go out there and shoot and get done shooting, it's just like, man, that, that is, that is one fine piece of equipment right yeah, there. For sure. And, uh, I've been talking to the guys at Garmin and we're going to have them on here shortly talking about all these products that Garmin offers. So you can get the A1, the A1i, or the A1i Pro, and uh, it just builds your confidence, like you said. And it's it's accurate. You can use uh, you can use them in any application as long as the state allows, because um, there are some states that outlaw them. But as long as your state allows it, man, it is, it's sweet. Yeah. And uh, they've got great watches as well. And the Garmin InReach Mini, I just use that in Kentucky. The whole time we were there, we were in these bottoms with no service, and I was texting everybody back home. You were texting me Michigan updates yeah. of the game, yeah. so I'm like, "This is awesome," you know. <laughs> I was actually, I was actually telling my my brother in law DJ that he needs to get one of those for out in Colorado yes, because he does. you know just starting to get into elk hunting that it's kind of like he'll text his family, you know, like, "Hey, going off the grid for X amount of days," where it's like, "Man, you, you need to get one of those." For sure. And uh, so that's that's kind of it on, on Garmin. Go to Garmin.com and check out everything they have. Next is Buck Bourbon. Now, I've been talking about them, th- this knife set, and I got it right in my hands right here, and, and I I got DJ his today. And um, I love this knife set. So it's it's called the Distiller's Cut. It's the field knife kit. It literally is, is the is the whitetail hunter's like best friend. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm just gonna kind of read off what it has. It's an eight piece field care kit. So like it has a caping knife, a skinning knife, a gut hook, a T handle bone saw, which I love because I cut the pelvic bone. Same. I have like an older bone saw that's on its last leg. Literally I cut it every time just to helps get that, you know, all that goody mm-hmm. stuff out of there. Um you get a pen light, so you get a flashlight with it, two sets of gut gloves basically and a fold-out nylon organizer. So it comes with a sheaf that everything fits in. Gut gloves, the the um, the the light and everything, and it comes with two AAA batteries already. So everything is right there. It, you know, it's ergonomically shaped, high visibility orange, uh, non-slip comfort handles. Like mm-hmm. the handles are orange and, and you don't, they're really grippy, so you're not going to slip on those. Uh, razor sharp, durable, um, the blades, you know, the the price on these things are, are are nice, but they compete with the higher end steel, I believe. Yeah. You know what I mean? I really think they're going to keep an edge very well. I'm excited to use one. I haven't used them yet. I'm just looking at like how I can use one turnkey sheaf for all of my needs. Yeah. And instead of taking, you know, four or five knives in there, I, I don't know how many times. I'll be gutting a deer and I'll have to use two or three knives because it won't keep an edge. Yeah. Yep. So it's all right here. Yeah. And I, I always, I, it's funny that, you know, we just got those knives cause I was actually just getting my, uh, my tracking and uh gutting pack around because I, I keep one separate and it's always, there's always multiple pieces or multiple tools in there to do the job. Right. But when you handed me that, that kit, I, the first thing I looked at it was not that just how streamlined and compact everything is. But the way it's laid out and the way it's made to pack as like a somewhat like a not a toolbox the shape, but as in like that this is everything you need to do the job. 
when I'm done gutting a deer or I'm getting around for deer season, I can simply look at that and I'll know if something's missing from mm-hmm. it. Yep. And, th- and th- I'm not going to leave something out in the woods or I'm going to forget the, you know, the, the gut hook or the caping knife or when you look at it, you'll know if a piece is missing. It's almost like yep. a, a tool belt, a part of your tool belt in a way. For sure. Yeah. And if you guys want to know more about that, go to buckbourbon.com. They have a lot of stuff to offer on their website. I mean, a lot. They have coffee. They have uh, seasonings. They have food plot seed. They have ground blinds, uh, mineral attractant. They've got a ton of things. They are literally a one-stop shop for a lot of different products. And you can use the code TFP20 to save some money at buckbourbon.com. And the last two guys are Prime. And, uh, you know, it's probably a little late. I mean, you could be getting a bow now, but I would think you'd want your bow already. But if you are looking for a new bow or maybe something happened, maybe you broke your bow and, and it's just not repairable and looking to upgrade, check out Prime, the RevX series at g5prime.com or check out your local Prime dealer. You won't go wrong on that. We're shooting the RevX 2s and uh, just confidence is high right now. It's a killer. It's a straight up killer and a dart shooter. I like that. Oh, I, I've told I've told all of my, my close friends that this the RevX 2 right now is by far my favorite bow I've shot. And I'm not just saying that because we're they're a partner of the podcast. Like I truly enjoy shooting it. Like, you know, when I go out to the backyard and shoot, I, I don't really, I have a hard time putting it down because it, mm-hmm. it's so, it's easy. It's comfortable for me to shoot. Yep. Yeah, for sure. And lastly, if you guys are looking to upgrade your strings, go to americasbestbowstrings.com and use the code THEFALL to check out their premium, their platinum, or their pursuit strings you will not be disappointed with those so that is with keeping the lights on there let's get into this listener submitted question the guy's name is dan wood on instagram he's a listener thank you very much dan for submitting this question he says now this is specific to michigan i'm going to kick this to dj first so he can answer but uh he goes do you think michigan should make the combo deer tag a one buck and a one doe but you can get another buck tag after you tag a doe. So basically, so everybody, if you're not Michigan hunters, or even if you are and you don't know, we get we can buy a combo tag, which is basically, um, well, there's a restricted tag on it. One's a buck, and then one's an either sex tag. That's what you get right now, correct? Or are they both? No, our, our combos, you can use for bu- two bucks. Right, that's what I mean. One's a bu- buck tag, and the you, other one's an either sex. Yeah, you could you shoot could, a buck or a doe one. Yeah, you could shoot a doe with one if you wanted yes. to. Yeah, so he's saying if it's just a one buck tag and a doe tag, and then when you shoot that doe, you get another buck tag. He's saying, um, you know, should it be that way? And if so, do you think this would help Michigan with having older deer for the next season? Okay, so we'll, we'll break it down. Um, the simple upfront answer is in my opinion, yes, it would definitely help because at this point, you know, we, we've kind of, we've talked a lot about our beliefs on, on one buck tag, you know, you and I both kind of stand for that, but we all also like, I think we're, we're, we're to the situation now where we're, we will take anything that would maybe improve our age structure mm-hmm. some, but you know, the one thing with Michigan starting to report its deer harvest numbers last year. It was the lights were flashing of how different the buck to doe harvest was, right? And I think a lot of that probably comes from is one, yeah, like people want to go out and get their buck, but they have two buck tags in their pocket. So 
naturally, instead of shooting a buck and a doe, maybe for their two deer in the freezer, the majority of people are, are waiting for that second buck, you know, whether they shoot one in bow season and they get the second one during gun season or both during bow season or both on opening day of gun season, right. whatever the case may be. But I, I like that idea, you know, and it's, it's kind of funny that we've actually, you know, we've talked a lot about being a one buck state and what to do with the combo tag and would we pay double the amount for the combo tag for one buck tag with that, that, that question there, we've actually never even brought a situation up like that at all, you know, and, and with having to report the deer harvested now, you know, there would have to be a way, you know, like a, you know, you have to like basically check that doe in to get that second tag. But I, I, I like the idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I really do because I, I mean, they, they damn near give us doe tags here in Michigan, I know. but people just, they look at the numbers. Okay. It, it's like for every one doe being shot, three bucks are being shot. Look, and for instance, look at look at the youth season right now. You know, it's I mean those numbers are just from two days of hunting. Five thousand seven hundred sixty deer were killed in the youth season. How many bucks? Um, I gotta go back and yeah, look go at that. go back and look at because I I seen a I seen a glimpse of those numbers the other day and it was. It was, uh, it, it was quite different, you know, and I get it, you know, like the bucks are, they're, they're funner to shoot than the does are. But when looking at the grand scheme of things to, you know, like if you were truly wanting to better the age class, I think that is, that is a way of helping. Is it the help all? Probably not. Right. But it's, it's definitely a, a, in the right direction. The same as like us having to report our kills. It is a step in the right direction. It's not going to fix everything. But it is helping. But I th- I think also um you know with with if we did it this way as Dan is is proposing I think when you when you when you check in that dough you know and you get your other buck tag I think with the app that we have now once you hit submit you've punched your tag for that dough mm-hmm. then it automatically will give you a tag on your phone that there, there's your second buck tag so that's a way an incentive too to like keep the numbers good yeah and keep people honest yep and um also i just think you then you could see the conversion rate of how many does are getting killed like i would like to see the number of normal like just everyday does getting killed it, and then to earn a buck how much the doe numbers would maybe go up or down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because guys are almost like they have to kill that that doe now. Yeah. You know? I, I definitely think it would go up Um, just out of for fun. Do you th- give me a percentage that you think it may go up if they if they're, if that was the rule? You know, one buck tag, one doe tag, fill your doe tag, and you can get a second buck tag. Man, um, like I said, this this is just like a shot in the dark, but... I would say 25%. That's in my number. That's the that's the number that came right to me on the t- on the top of my head. I I thought 25%. I said I don't know, maybe that's a little high, but 20%, but I I think it would man, I I I really think it could make those numbers go up a lot. And like I said, they those numbers are really far off. The buck the doe is being killed. They're 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 off and but I also would like to see like if if we're still going to keep a second buck tag Let's let's go back to having the four or more on one side of your second buck tag. Mm-hmm. Like restricted. Let, yeah, like you can shoot whatever buck you want with that first tag. Let's let's let, we'll keep it that way. Then to 
like you said, to earn that second buck tag, you have to kill a doe. Then once you do have that second buck tag, let's bring it back to like when I was a kid. It had to be four or more on one side to, to use that second buck tag. Yeah. So as we sit right here, I'm looking at the harvest reports from last weekend. So basically, um, as you guys are listening to this on Friday, we just had our youth season and our um, Dis- disabled veteran dis- hunt. Yep, the disabled yep. veteran hunt. So adults can hunt Correct. last weekend. The disabled veterans can. So this this is where our numbers sit. So there's actually 5,811 deer were reported mm-hmm. for the weekend. Okay. And it's only a two-day hunt. Okay. 4,550 bucks were taken. 1,261 does were taken. In Sinilac County, which is one of our biggest counties, 204 bucks were taken to 36 does in that county. There you go. And the other thing is like, and I'm I'm not against the youth hunt at you know at all. Like I think it's I think it's good. Mm-hmm. I'm not really on board with when it happens in the year, but like, why don't we make it to where it's only doe? Yeah. Well, like this weekend's only doe season. Right. So yeah, like, yeah. but you and I can go shoot a doe this weekend. This weekend, though, everyone, we anybody can. Go can. Yeah. Yep. So, but my whole thing is like, why not make that just like all does? The, the like the youth can only shoot like those. all in one just put it all in one weekend yeah, yeah. all yeah and in like whoever yeah, yeah it's just one weekend it's a youth hunt it's everybody can hunt but you only can kill it out yeah i've always liked the thought of the youth hunt like most states the youth hunt happens inside of deer season it just allows the youth to yeah. carry a different weapon most of the time it's in october you know mm-hmm. and the youth can carry a different weapon but no i i you know to the listener that submitted that question, I like that idea. And I, I'll be honest, I've never even thought of approaching it like that, yeah. you know, and I'm, I would, I would definitely back it, you know, because I, I'm in the, I stand in the camp of anything, any, any way possible to make things a little bit better, you know. That's where I'm at too. And I'm looking right now, just real quick. It doesn't look like any county we had more does killed than bucks. Yeah. I be, I believe that. I believe that. So yeah, there might be one. Nope, there's not. There's none. Not one county. There was more doe harvest than than bucks. So yeah, hey, you know, I, I like that idea idea as well too. So Dan, thanks for submitting that question. And uh, um, if anybody else has any other questions you want us to answer, anything like that, or just kind of give our opinion on, shoot them over yeah. to us. So we, uh, I try to get to them all. I I get so many questions a day that there's a lot of them I can't get to, and I apologize if I haven't got to it, but. I try to, I try to get them all. So yeah, I, I tell you, I, I don't really get a lot of questions. I don't think like you do, but I, I, I haven't told you this, but since our, our last episode of our kind of some of the deer, we talked about being after and stuff, the amount of messages I got about people talking about a buck named Big Barry, oh, they yeah. just, they're just all laughing Love it. about I got it. a couple too. Yeah, they were just like, that's the best. And I was yeah. like, I actually think Aaron named him. I think Aaron came up with the name, so he gets the credit for it. But yeah, they were like, that is the best name I've ever heard. <laughs> Can't wait for you to get him on the ground. So. Yeah. Yep. Well, cool. I think that's all the updates we really have. Let's get over to this interview with Jake and... uh Thank you guys for all the support and all the downloads. Go to iTunes, leave a five-star rating, leave a written review, do the same thing on Spotify. It is always greatly appreciated. And here's this interview with Jake Hofer. 
All right, welcome back to another episode of the Fall Podcast. We're here at Tax Still, and today we're at the last day. It's cold. It finally yes, it rained is. here in Michigan. You guys got, needed it. <laughs> we did. <laughs> we really did. bad. Yes. Really bad. I got David with me, David Riley, co-host, and then Jake Hofer sitting across from us. So we actually just did a podcast with you on the uh, biggest buck to date. Yeah. But now today we're favorite buck. <laughs> I've killed bigger deer. I okay. should have, have prefaced that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Preface. Sorry. I've killed bigger deer. Favorite. Yeah, buck. Jake's biggest deer is like one fifteen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not buck shaming. Hey, I'm, in, I'm in Michigan, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I tell you what though, boys. When you we left the uh, cabin this morning, it feels like fall a little bit. This it, oh, it's fall right now. Like yeah. it was like okay, it's it's October eighth in Michigan right now. That's what it feels like. Yeah, I need like a jacket. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. I think today's high is like 64 or yeah. so. It's a good simulation for tack for these guys. It is. It yeah. is. Like even in September, this is could be what some September elk hunts would be. Yeah. You know? Yep. So, yep. No doubt. For sure. Well, today we're going to talk we're going to talk Exodus because yeah. you guys, you know, offer some really good cameras and you got some arrows and I just want to kind of like high level get into it 30 40 minutes here and 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 just run through it. So, I I first want to say I've been testing out the rival. Yeah. And you know, and I told you a little bit about it and everything and I deliberately put like piece of crap power cell batteries in there to test out the camera but also test out the the solar panel. I put it out just over 2 months ago. And uh and it took over 2000 videos, nothing but video mode, and I'll tell you what, it's still 99% right now. And love I'm it. like I I love that. So, can you explain to me a little bit how I didn't know this until you told me I in if I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. But I didn't realize the SP18 like powers the camera and the batteries at the backup. Isn't that right? How it yeah, works? Yeah. So it's gonna be powered with external power source. Yeah. And then once that's diminished, it's gonna go to the batteries, and then obviously the panel's being recharged during that time frame, and it'll kick back to that. So, I mean, batteries are darn expensive. That's why you're oh, running the cheapos oh. right now. Yeah. And yeah, the solar panels just make so much more sense. Two years ago, it was actually a harder sell. Like. Man, do I really, mm-hmm. do I really need one? Mm-hmm. Well, now it's a no-brainer. We sell a ton of them because it you you break even depending on the camera and everything else. I mean, yeah. you can, the break even is way sooner now. It's going to continue that way. I, I have to imagine. Yeah, two two years ago, I can remember buying. You could get on Amazon and get a twenty-four pack of AA lithiums, twenty-four pack for twenty-seven bucks. Mm-hmm. The same pack today is like up in the eighty-dollar range for that same pack three dollars a battery yeah that's yeah three dollars and 25 cents yeah and so that's that's where like jake nailed it now you're starting to talk about like okay you're spending that money you might as well get yourself the solar panel because i mm-hmm. think like you said two years ago that's a harder sell because you know well i could get the batteries for 20 some bucks yeah yeah not literally the same pack is like 79 dollars now it's yeah. like that is unreal what's been your longest running solar panel like until do you have that yeah. on that <clears throat> so i mean Usually I've taken them down before. Oh, really? <laughs> before. So I know Chaz has a setup that's been out for three years. Um, I set one up in August, and I had a buck on it this morning. I was looking at it. And so, I mean, that's a that's a good illustration of that. I mean, and both of those are in hardwood settings as well. Okay. So that's something else to bring up. The solar panel absorbs ambient sunlight, which I think a lot of people don't know. Mm-hmm. And so direct sunlight's obviously a lot better, but it does absorb ambient light. And there's a lot of guys that set them up and they'll leave them out there for security, mm-hmm. maybe at their camp, and it'll be up there for literally years. And we have data like that. I mean, and every set's a little bit different too, because we say that, and then we get customers that have different, you know, like, well, mine hasn't lasted for three years. Well, I'm sorry, right. <laughs> like I'm not there looking over your shoulder to tell you what we could do better. Right. But, um, yeah, and a lot of guys too now, 
and there's a there's a slight drawback on this, but a lot of people are starting just to run solar panels on their camera and not even put batteries in it. That's how my next question is: oh, yeah. Can you do that? Yeah. And do you recommend it? I guess. I it makes it, I could see where people are coming from that. I think it would be good. The batteries in the camera are kind of the insurance policy. Yep. So if it's somewhere, because a lot of these guys are driving four or five hours sure. to put them out. So in that case, I would go ahead and buy the twenty dollar insurance policy. But for someone that maybe has them on their back forty, the only time it's bad as if a raccoon pulls the cord out. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just the only thing. And then just make sure you charge the panel before you put it out. Yeah. Um, and the instructions show that you need to have that on there for, put it on there for 24 hours. Yeah. Give it a really good charge. And uh, it's for the summer and maybe when it's not extremely important, save a little bit of money, buy those lithium batteries. Cause a set of lithium batteries should get you through the whole season with all of our cameras. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe run the solar panel and then like, okay, it's game on. It's August. I don't want to go back in there. Throw the lithium batteries in there as an insurance policy, but if you're a risk taker, you can just use the solar panel. Yeah, well, <laughs> that was my thing with the power cells this year. I bought like a brick of power cells for like, I don't know, 13 bucks maybe, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, if these work, this is my like litmus test right here. Yep. If this works, this is what I'm going to run in the fall, right. you yep. know? So that's what I'm just trying to figure out. Yeah. And I tell you, I, I think about this a lot. You know, like guys, they spend their hard earned money buying a trail camera maybe even a solar panel, the batteries, the SD card, then the, their time and effort away from their family going out there to do the trail camera work. I I just can't even fathom thinking, like trying to cheat a step yeah. on doing yeah. it. You know, we're like, yep. let that thing work for you. Let it do it do its own job. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Where I think it's so important that just double and triple checking all that stuff. Like if I'm using a solar panel, batteries are going in there too mm-hmm. and guess what new batteries not used yeah. batteries not a not a mixed bag of batteries from last season yeah, all no, brand no, new no. batteries <laughs> i got a question for you jake and for some of the listeners for someone using say batteries and a solar panel d- does it matter if the solar panel is plugged in first or the batteries are inserted first does that make any difference yeah uh, well I'll, with the rival now for <laughs> sure okay. Uh, okay. i think the render i would encourage you to plug in the panel first okay and then put in like do so put in the panel and then throw take the batteries the tray out, out, right? The yeah, battery t- tray. Yeah, you pop yeah. the tray out or yeah. put the batteries in after. That's what I would encourage. Uh, the rival, I, you can do either. Okay. Um, so, and that's probably me being more finicky no. than, than yeah. probably what's needed, but that's what yeah. I've done. That's my best practice personally. Okay. Um, and that's what I would encourage. One thing on using the El Cheapos during season with the panel is those are water-based, and if the batteries can freeze, explode, and everything sure. else. So the lithiums okay. are rated to like negative uh, 30 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah. So that's... If that was the case, I would Gosh, charge I you just I to was, go solar panels. I thought panels. I was doing something good here. Now <laughs> it's good now. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's good now. It's no problem now. But once we have inclement of weather, yeah. you're going to want to energize our lithiums or none in yep. that scenario. Yeah. Yep. And so the energizer lithiums you want to have. I would love to know like the projection of what those are going to cost in the fall too. Like mm. if that continues to go up. Sure. The demand has to be higher. They have to be. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if there's going to be dynamic pricing there. So I know. I'm, you know, if I was to bet right now, I bet you they're going to get more expensive. By the time people are really buying a, a boatload of them, yeah, don't say that. <laughs> and, and, That's my disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, well, and what's what's crazy about like lithiums, like I don't know if I'm saying this correctly, but like the market for lithiums, like there's only kind of one or two players kind of in that game. Yeah, mainly one. Yeah, right, Energizer right? lithium yeah. is the the gold standard there. Yeah. there's some other ones uh, on Amazon that are made in China, and they're, they're they're like the Chinese brands, and I've I've tried them. Yeah, I've tried them. And the problem is you get one bad bad battery in the batch, then you have a problem. Yeah. So then it's, okay, you saved 75 cents a battery, but for what? 
Yeah. Like if okay, you can spend seventy five cents extra a battery and have a high high level of confidence in those batteries, or you can save that and maybe run into an issue. Yeah. Because I've tried that, and my my opinion is. By the Energizer Lithium. <laughs> oh yeah, that's no, my opinion. I was gonna say something. Like I I, I agree, and th- and that's kind of like circling right back to us talking about like, hey, don't don't cheat the steps on the trail cameras. Mm-hmm. Like, y- you know, trying to d- do a cheaper battery or all this, I'll just get a you know a cheaper SD card or something. Where it's like you will regret that when it comes time to go get those pictures. Like For you sure, will yeah. be so mad at yourself. Where it's like, hey, you missed out because that time frame that that camera was out there, you don't get that back. Exactly. Nope, that's done gone that data's gone forever yeah. it's yeah. not gonna happen it's not gonna come back yeah so with the rival i love the video quality in the rival and the audio quality i was like like pleasantly surprised with the audio quality uh-huh. but so that i i'm i'm probably gonna run those rivals strictly on video just because it's they're just good yeah. now tell me this put you on the spot rival or render what's your favorite What's your favorite kid? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't have any kids. But um, the render has been good for a very long time. When we came out with that four years ago, it was truly top of class in a lot of categories. That camera is now four years old. It's still our flagship model. The screen's really nice. There's a lot of people that still absolutely love that camera, and they should because it is a good mm-hmm. camera. But if I'm looking at I have $500 to deploy, I'm going to buy more rivals versus the render. Yeah. And that's my opinion, and I ran. I mean, I run both, obviously. I ran a bunch of the both now. And the rival takes really great pictures. Yeah, it's very simple. It's very reliable. And then a lot of the places I hunt too, AT and T is surprisingly a little bit better too. Okay. And so we have two different options. The renders Verizon, the rival is AT and T. So that's something to consider. Um, we sold some cameras to a gentleman that was buying it for an area that was Verizon heavy, and his preference he went from Spartan to to rent uh, to the Exodus render, and that was a perfect transition for him. So I think a little bit is a frame of reference of some of the previous cameras you've ran, but. If you're a guy that's been running some of these other cameras that are in that 120 to one or even $200 range, with the five-year warranty and everything else, like to me, it is a no-brainer, the best camera in the class, dollar for dollar at the price point. And that, obviously, I'm going to say that because if if I didn't, that'd be a problem. But I truly feel that. Yeah. No, and and I I think the the product, you know, resembles that as well. I mean, when you get it in the hand, it's not a toy. It doesn't feel like you know, just like a little tinker deal, mm. but the five-year warranty and the customer service, in my opinion, I know you guys preach that, but like truly the customer service is you guys' customer service is awesome. Yeah. In my experience, like, you know, and I'm a little more in injected into like the sure. backside of things. So <laughs> sure. maybe somebody might answer a call more for me, but yeah. people that even like reach out to us that buy cameras from Exodus and everything, they say the same thing. I've heard one bad thing about it. Yeah. So yeah. Well, I, I tell you, I, I've been using the Exodus cameras for years and I am such yeah, you a had, like, like the lifts in the tracks. I, uh, yeah. And I got a handful of the Trek cameras, but for me, like I am such a, like a detail person. Like I love the small detail stuff. And, and I can remember the first time I ever got any of the Exodus cameras, like, the packaging, the box. Yeah, like, oh, it's an I, experience. That stuff, like it is. Yeah, that, that stuff, like even though the packaging isn't going to help me to say killer big deer like the camera will, but like those those small details matter to me. Like because when a company's paying attention to that, because I I take that small detail stuff right over to my hunting stuff. You sure. know what I mean? Like yeah, it goes sure. hand in hand. You know, yeah. so you know that's I've always I've always appreciated that. I appreciate that. First yeah. thing you like, and plus, would you say it's almost safe to say like that's your first impression. We're consumer direct, yeah. so you're not going to go to the store and yeah. pick it up beforehand. So that is the first impression, and that's something since the very first camera we ever shipped, it, it we've always had good good packaging because we think that's really important. And 
I mean, I use I I have a hard time throwing. I have I have I'm not even kidding. I have a garbage bag in my basement full of Exodus camera boxes. <laughs> I can't bring myself to throw them away. <laughs> we, we joking about it yesterday. <laughs> yep. The latitude boxes. I have two of those latitude boxes uh-huh. sitting on my desk at home on display with nothing in them. Yeah, right. I just love the box. Yeah, same. You know? Yeah, yep. Yep. yeah. Actually, I have I have like eight Exodus boxes now that I think of it. <laughs> my wife the other day, she's like, "Are you gonna get rid of these? They're just like you know sitting in the hunting room." And I'm yeah. like. Why should I? They yeah. got like cool magnets in them, yeah. and they look yeah. good. And they're yeah. nice little storage boxes. They, oh, yeah. they are. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, they really you are. know, when you open one of those boxes, like you, you feel like you've just gotten yourself a real piece of equipment yeah. right there. You yeah. know, what I mean, the look, the way you know the camera comes out of the box, like you, you are holding something with great quality for sure. Like you can tell right off the bat. No questions asked. Yeah. Tell me this: What is uh, the plan for? Exodus and the cameras, the rival and the render going forward yeah. as of right now. So there's a seven-hour line fee per camera. And so we'll just walk through this example. So there's you have three cameras. So that's three times seven. That's $21 a month. And then the data plan started at a dollar. Most guys running three cameras are probably going to be right around just shy of $30 a month would be my guess. And I'm, I'm basing that off of talking to guys at trade shows and asking mm-hmm. them that have our cameras, what kind of data plan are you running? Are you exceeding that? Everything else. And so what we have found by running a comparative analysis of our competition. We don't charge extra for the HD images. We don't charge extra for all these knickknack things that other people do. Like what you see is what you're going to get. There's no gated features behind the paywalls. And so once you have three cameras, I think it is the most competitive data plans out there. When you have one or two, maybe you're paying an extra dollar or two um, per month. But the other thing is, there's no long-term contracts. You can turn that on and off. A lot of guys. That's what I like about August. It. Yep. You know, August forward, you can turn them on and off, and I think that's really. Important. And you can do it all from your phone. Everything. I love that I can mm-hmm. control every, and it's pretty responsive. Like yep. I remember the rival. I had the rival out. Well, I had it for out for two months, and I was like, oh, I don't really want to pay for it right now. So I just like went on my phone, popped it off, and then it gives you, it sends you an email. It tells you everything that everything's success. And I'm like, this is way too nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very convenient. Yes. Yeah. And we're going to get better with that too. So I think, um, this is always interesting because like, okay, I broke that down. We are the most affordable data planet after three cameras, but people want to hear, do you have unlimited pictures Are the first 400 free? Yeah. It's like, it's hard to say no to that, but it's like, if you look at the whole picture, this is statistically the best deal. But we don't use a lot, of, like if you're familiar with Exodus, we don't use a lot of these BS marketing terms. Sure. Mm-hmm. We don't have a 40 megapixel camera that is has a 3.1 image sensor. <laughs> like we just don't. <laughs> yeah. And and I think that um, as people get more educated on that, I can remember at trade shows in like 2018, 2019, first question people come up, what's the megapixels? And that's what everybody asks. Yeah. But people are getting educated and they're like, yeah, I know that. I know that's BS now. And yeah. so it, people just are learning throughout the process, which is really cool to see. Um, and I think data plans right now, people are still just caught in like, is it a limited phone call? Like the, the right. same thing from phones, like, is it a limited text? And people like those words. Yeah. 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 I or will just, go ahead. Well, I was going to say with the megapixel thing, like, you know, if you're going to go buy a photography camera, megapixels is like a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, that it, for sure, like you want to look into that, but like a trail cam, I always thought when I was not privy to everything is like, megapixels. before you were enlightened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm like, I want a big megapixel, but it's really you know, you can get a five megapixel camera and it's going to be just as good as quality as like what could be a 15 megapixel. Yeah. Camera, our settings you know? go up to 12 and I never run them at 12. Yeah. Ever. I think I run mine like mid midline yeah, is where I'm what, at. That's what it. I do too. Yeah. 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 Well, it's funny, you know, when you talk about like the, the data plans and the monthly thing where it's like, yeah, anything less than three cameras, maybe one or $2 yeah. difference, you know, or you'll hear a guy that says, well, this data plan, theirs is $4 cheaper, but then he, he just spent 
25, 25 cents for per HD image. Yeah, like that's he, free for us. You're right. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like at the end of, at the end of the month, he actually spent ten dollars more because he wanted you know a hundred HD pictures. You know, and they were exactly. like, okay, do you here's then? A, here's a quarter, twenty five <laughs> cents. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, yep, yeah. there you go. Because you know, you know how it goes. Yeah. If he looks good, you want that HD picture. Like, okay, right, here we go. Let's yeah. get a better one. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and you get a better experience because, okay, if, if someone is really caught up on a quarter, like, come on. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I want to I see that deer in HD yep. remotely from my phone because exactly. it has the capabilities. And I don't want to get nickel and dimed every time I want to do it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, and honestly, too, it kind of goes back to, like, camera placement and how you, like, that. There a lot goes into that, too, as well. You know, not saying that you're going to get, great quality pictures on every tree that you put the camera on you gotta like think about it you know what i mean mm -hmm. like how high you getting it you know what way are you pointing it what way is the sun coming up what way is it setting mm -hmm. like where's the deer trail or wherever it's on you know so it's just you got to think about all that stuff, oh for you know? sure and no, ev no. but everybody goes right to the camera you yeah. know and that that's the problem it's like the it's like the broadhead debate it's like Oh, I didn't find that deer. It, it was the broadhead. Yeah, you yep. know, did and it's you me. put a crappy shot on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, where <laughs> we you sharpen your, your broadhead sharp? <laughs> Greg, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> we got Litzinger in the booth here, just giving me a Google eye. <laughs> yeah. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. When you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV. So, no, um, but that that's that's the... Sorry, I just got sidetracked because Greg Litzinger just yeah. bearing down at me. But <laughs> funny guy. <laughs> Dead air over here. Yeah. Um, so those are the cameras right now. You guys offer a lot of accessories, um, solar panel and everything like that. Now let's get into the aero side of things. You guys have arrows. Yeah. We launched those last year. Yes. Yeah, so this is you're in year two, right? Yep. Or, uh, we're, yeah, we just uh, this just month we'll up. cross the one-year anniversary okay. of, of being in the aero business. And uh, it's been really rewarding it's been a lot to learn i think we've i don't want to use the word humbled but it's been people are stuck in their ways in a lot of different like the, the educate the education process for trail cameras is a little bit more black and white mm -hmm. yes you guys know in archery mm -hmm. a lot of preferences uh, a lot of people are very stuck in their ways yes a lot of people it's like my way or the highway and there's mm -hmm. no change in their mind and so that's been a little bit challenging because i do feel with how we build our arrows the the shaft we have, like that was all with a lot of research, a lot of design, and we were very methodical with that. And so we thought people would be like, 
thank you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> some people have and some people haven't. So it's been really interesting and it's been fun. Uh, we're launching a new line here, uh, the NIS, which is a 204 diameter, and that was directly correlated to people saying, I'd love to shoot a 204. Sure. And so we, we're releasing that, really excited. And I'm the I'm the worst person in the office to talk to about arrows because I'm <laughs> this is me. This is me. I want something that's accurate. I want something that's durable. I want something I have a high level of confidence in. And I don't want to go to the archery shop and play – uh, craps if I'm going to get a good builder at the shop sure. yep. that's going to actually take some put some TLC to my arrows. Yeah. And so you go on the website and you just input all that information. We build you a darn good arrow. Uh, Bobby's building those arrows, and he's the most meticulous arrow builder I think that we could have. He's done an excellent job. And so when you get these, like, this is – there's a lot of work that went into this, and they weren't slapped together. Yeah. And so I think for the guy that is has an open mind, wants to try something – it is a perfect fit of I just want something that's accurate, that's made correctly, yeah, that is spine aligned and has high quality components and I I do think we're the best option for that. Well wasn't Lucas building arrows in the booth? He was, yeah. So okay, <laughs> so been building arrows all weekend yeah. here. <laughs> Literally he doesn't get out of that chair. No. But the thing is is this is how meticulous he was with it and he's got spinners, arrow spinners, everything over there. He's cutting them in the booth. But also when he gives a uh a person that comes up and wants arrows and he builds them for him when he gives them to him he goes he shows them where the spine line is everything yep. he marks everyone he's like make sure that's pointing up on everyone and you're going to be fine and then the the insert system you guys have is like i don't even want to get into it because i just want i'm like you just yeah. give me an arrow yeah, yeah. that i'm going to bleed i'm going to trust you you yes. build them. you're the expert exactly just yep. give it to me i'll i'll put it to you yeah you know and that's i went on the website you know a few weeks back and was just kind of poking around looking at it and, th and that's the nice thing is yeah. you can just if you know if you have the information which you should draw yeah. length, draw, draw yeah. away yeah. Yes. all that stuff you just kind of input it and they're gonna they're gonna build that arrow and for it tells you. you right there what's the total arrow length what's mm -hmm. the foc so you can toy with some of those settings to figure out wherever you want to be and maybe you wanna you're gonna shoot a, a little heavier broadhead and that's gonna tell you what your foc is gonna be and total arrow weight everything yeah. is right there in one spot Go to an archer shop and try to do that yeah. in real time. I dare you. <laughs> I dare you to do that. Yeah. You can't. Yep. Well, another thing I like about the the approach you guys took was you're very technical with it. You guys have vetted out everything, I feel like. And the thing is, is you guys also, when I say you guys, like you, Chad, Cameron, everybody there. Sorry if I, everybody from Exodus is listening and I didn't say your name, but everybody <laughs> there that when I hear it, you guys don't, you don't come across as, the know-it-all it's the we're all learning exactly it's like the learning process and we're learning a lot but we're really invested in this and this is what we believe in yep. you know what i mean and the media uh, the time that someone comes comes across as like i'm a know-it-all or this is what you need to do because of the, you know, that's when i get shut off yep. and i and i don't get that at all and that that goes for the whole company wide like cameras and everything you mm -hmm. know so i really like that approach that you guys took yeah, and that that builder's fun. To, I, I'm on there sometimes, just tinkering around just for yeah. fun. And then so should the, I get some heavier arrows? <laughs> <laughs> right. The uh, and the fun thing too is we take out the guesswork too. So mm -hmm. I think one common theme is people, what spine do I really need? And then you look at the spine chart, and then there's a lot of guys that are kind of like right on that bubble. Yeah. Right. And so I don't know. Maybe I'll shoot a hundred grain broadhead. Maybe I'll shoot a 125. Our builder is dynamic. It'll kick you from a 300 to a 350 based on those selections. So we built out an algorithm. I worked with a developer out in Michigan. Shout out Michigan. We're here. Hell we are. yeah. There we go. <laughs> and I had a lot of calls with them, and we made a very dynamic system that tells you what you need. And I think it takes out all the guesswork. It saves you time. And I think from a, a cost perspective, too, I've bought a dozen arrows at an archery shop, 
and they've been okay. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not like it is what it is. They're you know so the MMT without a light and knock or anything is like two thirty nine. You go to an archery shop and have them. Let's say you bought the bare shafts online, you bought them to the archery shop, and you need to buy the fletching. They need to do everything. I know on a have a recurve don't shoot a lot i bought a dozen arrows i had a shafts i brought them in there and it was like it was really expensive <laughs> like, yeah. i think it was more than that and i was yeah. like man that kind of sucks yeah. and, and then <laughs> just got gouged yeah. that's what it felt yeah. like yep and that's then and then like. some archery shops you know because a lot of guys they will buy the arrow say online somewhere else bear shafts yeah and take them in to go have them done and then they're like well why didn't you buy them here you know what i mean we're like that's what i think is so is so great about the excess arrows right now is like they come ready to shoot to yeah. you. Like yeah. that is that is so nice. And the branding on them is pretty cool. Like you guys, they are look good in the booth. Yep. Like they're it's they a clean really arrow. Good. It's a clean yeah. arrow. Yep. And so the the arrow you've been, it's a two hundred four, right? Yeah, two hundred four. So yep. everybody out there that's not like an archery savant or you know, two hundred four is like a micro diameter. So yeah. it's like a skinnier arrow, which I personally like mm-hmm. more. You know, um, may I ask why? Um, because. Honestly, they look better. Okay. <laughs> like, like I feel like it's just in my head, but I shot like the the thicker arrow, you know, for a long time, and I just feel like for some reason I just feel like I can't control them, even though like the bow's doing everything. I just they just don't feel not your arrow. I'm just sure. talking the bigger arrows in yeah. general. I just like um, I'm not gonna get technical because I don't think that I don't have any. Uh, information that backs up that they penetrate better. I don't know. Like I just, I just like them better. Yeah. I, they look sleeker. I think they perform better. I feel like, uh, as a as a whole, the two hundred four diameters that I've shot in the past and everything are ju- they just fly better too. I yeah. I personally think. Um, but I am a hardcore three fletch guy. I was dabbling with some four fletch and I didn't really like it. And uh, that answer right there tells you all the ambiguity. <laughs> <laughs> buying arrows yeah exactly yeah. Yep. just i'm gonna believe i'm gonna trust in you jake build those for me just send them yep. here. just send them here yeah, yeah. i just i just want something that shoots good the way it's supposed to shoot that's yeah. how that's what yeah. i need yeah and there's a lot of guys too they're getting an archery and it's really intimidating like selecting your arrow that's extremely yeah. important and then you go to archery shop and they treat they get there's good archery shops out there i w- really want to say that but there's been experiences i'm sure for everyone where you walk in there you walk out with like your tail tucked and they're they don't take the time to educate you. Yeah. And they're like, what do you want? Well, I don't know. Like, what do you suggest? This is my bow. And they're like, you know, they point to the box with a bunch of shafts. Like, we sell a lot of those. And yep. it's yeah. Like, so why do I want, why do Full I need those? Full hunters. Yeah. So it's just eliminating that whole unsavory experience mm-hmm. in reality. I like that. Your arrow builder is, I've dabbled on it a little bit. Just, I like to put all the specs in and just see what it comes out at. Like, same thing. That, yeah. I'm like, oh, wow. Yep. That's aggressive. Well, maybe I should <laughs> dial that back a little bit. 19% FS. Yeah, yeah. Don't need that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I like to hover in that 14 to 16% FOC. And I think the reason why I like to hover in that is because of the arrow. I like shooting 470 to 480 grains, and that's just kind of where my build and where my setup lies. Works, is, yeah. And I'm, you know, and I do run a, a 125 head on it, and that just kind of gets it a little more heavy up front. Sure. That's what I run. Yep. Yeah, and for anyone that's really yeah. interested in this too, like Cameron has the Deer Gear podcast, yeah. and he brings in a lot of people who know a lot of stuff yep. to really nerd out on that. And then on our YouTube channel, we have a lot of educational pieces mm-hmm. of kind of the same like parallel of the megapixel myth, like arrow straightness, doesn't matter, doesn't not. And right. so 
if you're just like me though, like just give me the ship to my house and I just want to pull them out and start shooting them and I want to hit where I aim and I'll adjust mm-hmm. my sight, whatever. But for the guys that are really meticulous, we do have information out there that I feel does a pretty good job of, you know, asking the hard questions or sure. the, the common questions at least. Yeah. yeah. And, and something else, I don't, we haven't talked about this and maybe I'm wrong. And if I am, I'm wrong, go ahead and say it. That also an option when you build these arrows, you can do the lighted knocks right with your yeah, arrows yeah. off we'll the website. Right there. Yep, yeah. yep. Which and is the, cool. And then so that is really cool. It I, is cool. I didn't even think about that. All, That's a really cool. All dozen are going to weigh the same too. Yep. I like that. So they're the the other knocks are are weighted. So you're gonna shoot all twelve, and they're all gonna be the same weight. Because what happens when you buy the standard knock and you throw in a lighted knock and you throw twenty grains on the it's back? It's always a little heavier. Of, yeah, you exactly. Know? It's gonna fly a little bit different. Yeah. And those are the arrows you're gonna shoot your deer with, right? <laughs> so yeah. and you're not the one. You're not typically practicing with those a ton, mm-hmm. like. You can throw a knock in there, but they're going to shoot different than the other nine you have. Yep. And so you can practice with all 12, and that, to me, is really important as well. Yeah. yeah. And just like and like you said earlier, Jake, you just want to, you want to be able to put your information in, have them shipped to your house, because how many times have are, have guys done this? Because I know I have. I have my arrows, and then I need lighted knocks. I'm like, okay, what arrow goes with what is lighted knock? Is it G-knock, no- an A-knock, like, knock Do I need an X-knock? <laughs> what does that like, even mean? Yeah, yeah like, and, and then it's like, you buy them, they get to the house, and you're like, doesn't even fit in the arrow. You're like, oh shit, you know. But that I think that's some really. Out. You're like <laughs> sanding it out. Like, Hopefully this works. <laughs> just a Dremel tool. <laughs> just working on it. You got the glasses on. Your yep. wife yeah. comes in. What are you this, doing? Yeah, <laughs> this pile of shavings and this one both look the same. They should weigh pretty close. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's uh, another thing too is we actually match grade all our components too. Yep. So a dozen arrows should have a two grain tolerance in between all of them because yeah. you know you buy a bunch of different inserts out of a pack. Like there's going to be variance there, and so yep. we're taking that process and and implementing that into every single arrow order that, that goes yep. out yeah. yeah i i just thought that was a really cool feature on there too when i was when i was looking at it, i was like dude you can even pick your lighted knocks go right with mm-hmm. those exact arrows yeah that's really cool i know we're at 30 minutes right now and i, I know we got people in the booth and you got people you guys are rocking booth. over here man yeah, yeah. you guys yeah. i told uh kevin you guys have a deep roster over here <laughs> got a lot of guys <laughs> we yeah. run we run we run deep <laughs> yeah yeah Full yeah. crew, full we got, crew. We got a lot of guys in the bullpen if we need them, yep. you know. So, <laughs> sure. But I appreciate you coming on and doing this, man. Yeah, thanks, um, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. And I still think it's funny the when I, I it t- after we recorded uh, a couple weeks ago, it took David. You have a very distinct voice. Yeah. <laughs> and and I remember my first trade show ever as an intern at Exodus. I remember talking to David. Really. In yep. Grand Rapids, like for like. Very first day at Exodus, I met David. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. That's yep. Really cool. And it I took remember. me a little bit, but I remember. So yep. that yeah. was however many years ago. And so it's cool to see you uh, grow into yeah, this. I mean, how shit, that had to be. It was 2017 for yeah. sure. Yeah. Wow. Been a long time, man. I've wow. talked to a lot of people. I remember. <laughs> That's really cool. Okay. It, took me, it took me a while, but yeah. Yep. I distinctly, I distinctly I remember that. Yeah. Because yeah. I think it was what, you and Chad there? Yeah. Me, Chad, Matt, and I think uh, Steve was there. <clears throat> and uh, we were just starting. Like, I was talking to the guys over here. A lot of the guys. Because I've seen the full evolution of the brand, right? Yeah. So I remember in 2017, like, there was a handful of people like, yeah, I've heard of you guys. Yep. Most of them are like, I've never heard of you guys. Yeah. And yeah. then now you hear, like, have you heard of it? Yeah, I heard of you. I, you know, I've seen this piece of content. I've seen that. And so that's been cool. But uh, that's probably part of the reason I remember because you remember, you knew Exodus, I felt, when we were there. I was like, yeah. oh, man, yeah. cool. Yeah, I, remember. I would have remembered him not from his voice, but his hairline. Oh, so, <laughs> here hat. we go. Here well, that we was a go. while ago. I'm not here, trying to know. Here we I go. I got a poke and prod because I got an impeccable hairline. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just constant Rogaine just stripped right on yeah. him. Yeah. No, it's a rug. I got a just rug out there. Just a, what a do toupee, you, a water it like a yeah. Chia Pet bud? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maintain yeah. 
maintain yep. it, and maintain, she'll, she'll yep. be fine. Yep, for sure. Well, Jake, can you plug your podcast, Exodus, yeah. Cameron's, all that stuff? Yeah, so we put out a lot of stuff. We have a great team cranking out a lot of stuff. Uh, we've, be, we've become a lot more efficient as a company on that front. So we have the Exodus podcast, Land podcast, the Deer Gear podcast. We release episodes every single week. Uh, YouTube, Exodus Outdoor Gear, uh, we're cranking out probably three or four videos a week. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, obviously, our website, ExodusOutdoorGear.com. And check out the new NIS arrows. They'll yeah. be available. And one thing, too, uh, I wanted to bring this up. The standard build time for these is three to five business days. Mm-hmm. So you order that on Monday. Ooh. It should go out in that same week. How many times you go to archery shop, you drop off your shafts, you order arrows, like, oh, we're slammed right now. It yeah. might be two weeks. And so that's the bare minimum. And then we yeah. have expedited um, build times, too. So the standard is three to five, and we get those out fast. That, awesome. that, that is quick. That's quick. Yep. And don't wait till hunt season either. Get your yeah, arrows. Get them now. Get them a little early, guys. Get them now. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jake, thank you very much, man. appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yep. Thanks, Jake. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.